0: But anyway, I want you to look over really quick just to remind you of some things we shared last Sunday from Acts chapter 16. I'm believing that every word builds on the previous word. I believe God is building his house. He's building his people. And this word I just really stumbled upon last Sunday in the last moments before I came. And I just, the Holy Spirit quickened to me about some things. But this week he's confirmed it. And some of the things I'm going to share with you this morning. You know, that's what this scripture is all about. So I wanted to go back because I don't want you to forget. I don't want you to miss what the, what the Lord is saying to us. How many of you sometimes are forgetful? We don't want to be forgetful hearers. We want to be those who hear and those who do. But anyway, in Acts chapter 16 and verse 16 There was a happening Remember this slave girl showed up And she was possessed with a demon Do you think any people are going to show up today Possessed with demons? Demons Demons and rats are going to show up And we're going to have to know how to deal with them And uh, so how did Paul deal with him? In fact they were annoying Paul they were saying these are the men of the most high Who have proclaimed to you the way of salvation Now it's not that they were proclaiming something that was false But they were annoying They were annoying They kept repeating, drawing attention To Paul and to themselves And you remember how Paul responded He looked over he rebuked the demon He said I command you I co-, And what does the word command mean? I order you. Remember the word order. I'm going to talk about that later. You can't just suggest that the demons leave your household in this hour. They may not leave if you sug- "Hey, I would suggest, I would recommend to you if you wouldn't leave my family alone. No, you order them. You command them. You take authority because greater seed is he that's in us. If you believe that, then believe that in the name of of jesus i commend you and he commanded the spirit and the spirit left and then you know he disrupted their profit and if you disrupt those who are profiteering from all the things going on today how many of you know they will be upset with you if you go after certain companies today that are going to make a killing on a vaccine that is in the works they're going to be most upset with you so be it let them be upset and in verse 21 they were teaching things that were contrary to the law of the Romans in other words they were not politically correct say I'm not going to be politically correct I'm not going to be now you know what's going to happen You're going to be beaten with rods, and that's what happened with them. They beat them, and then they threw them into the inner prison. And we talked about that. They didn't just throw them behind bars. They put them in the middle of the middle of the prison. There was no way out. And to make sure there was no way out, they fastened their feet in the stocks. So how many of you know that looked helpless, hopeless? They were in the middle of prison. But, verse 25, But at midnight, say at midnight. Now I'm telling you, we are at midnight. And there's a midnight cry that is going to be shouted in this land in this hour. I want to be one of the midnight criers You want to be one of the midnight criers You want to be one of the wise virgins That God's going to put his hand upon today And use, raise up in this hour But at midnight, Paul and Silas were praying And they were doing what they do Remember we spoke about that What were they doing? They were worshiping They were singing They were praising God When you're thrown into prison What are you going to do? Moan and groan, or are you going to worship and praise God? You worship and praise God, you may find that what happened to them could happen to you. That suddenly, say suddenly, there was a great earthquake, and the foundations were shaken, the doors were opened, the chains were loosed, and, you know, they were escorted out. Now, the reason I wanted to point that out to you again, look in verse 30. It says, and he brought them out and said, sirs, what must I do to be saved? So in other words To be brought out into the purposes of God You and I are going to have to go into some things That we would rather have avoided Can I tell you that again? Can I be honest with you? I could tell you A popular Americanized gospel And everything is going to be fine Don't worry It's all good You are safe and secure Now you are But how many of you know the rain falls on the just and the unjust? So you better have your umbrella up. You better be prepared. But anyway, he brought them out after they went in to prison. And then a great harvest came. Now how many of you know that one of the greatest judgments... I'm going to get into that subject maybe next week. I've been waiting. There's all kinds of things I want to... If you're running out of things to say, you need to go back and be, you need to be something else. You know what I mean? There's too much to say. It's dangerous to read the Bible on Sunday mornings for me. Because I'm seeing stuff and the Holy Spirit's showing me. And I say, God, I need to say that. I need to say that. No, I need to say that. You know, no, you just say what I'm telling you to say. Don't say all that. Just to say that which I'm saying say you know and it's like well Lord how many of you know what I'm talking about the Word of God is jumping out at you in this hour if you are wondering what is God saying to me I'm going to give you a really here's the answer go read the Bible go go read your Bible go read your Bible Dust, dust it off Read the word, open it up, read God will speak to you When the scriptures speak, God speaks If you have ears to hear and eyes of faith But one of the greatest judgments in this hour will come to the watchman I mean if you know what a watchman is You know those are the ones God has shown what's coming And they refuse to sound the alarm They took the easy road of popularity lest they become offensive, lest they be accused of not tickling the ears of those who wanted their ears tickled. They told them the truth. They sounded the alarm. They blew the trumpet. Because if they don't, guess what the Lord says is going to happen? Their blood, they will perish. But their blood, I will require in your hand. Now, if you do sound the alarm, you do blow the trumpet, you do issue the warning, then, and they refuse, then their blood is on their own head. It's up to them. But you must be a faithful watchman. You don't tell people what you want them to hear. You tell them what I tell you to say. And this has always been in the back of my heart. Boy, I just really appreciated that word last night from the guy from Hong Kong. They tremble at my word I can just I, Most of the American church will, All over the nation They will walk into churches And they will walk out And there will have been no trembling No trembling No fear of God They were looking for something That would tickle them And many of them are going to hear that But I'm telling you God's raising up a different breed in this hour And the ones he's raising up under us, they ain't going to be ear ticklers, I'm telling you now. And that's what we're going to do. We're going to keep pouring into them and believe God's going to raise them up. But I want to remind you of something this morning. You know, what is 2020? One of the, the promises is 2020, 1 Chronicles 2020. Believe in the prophets and you will what? You will prosper. If you don't believe, if you don't listen, what does that mean? You probably won't prosper to the degree that you would have had you listened. How many of you know we're not to despise prophecies? That's New Testament. Was it 1 Corinthians chapter 5? No, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, somewhere in there. Do not despise prophecies. I want to remind us of some words that were spoken. And the reason I'm doing this... It's because they've been confirmed by many witnesses And the greatest witness is right here inside of my heart The Holy Spirit who speaks to me You know I'm not uh, just trying to trumpet what other people are saying I'm going to trumpet what he is saying But I believe the Holy Spirit is saying through many voices And I just wanted to remind you of some prophecies that were spoken to the church in America And one was by this man in Kentucky Remember Pastor Dana he said in September, now we're at the door of September Number said pray for three things Number one, pray the church have backbone So let's remember during the month Let's pray the church have backbone You know, be strong, not coward Do you know cowards go to the same place where liars go? In the book of Revelation They're the first ones that are tossed into the lake of fire so pray the church has backbone. Secondly, we pray that corruption be exposed. It would be far better if the Lord would come and expose things that have been hidden so that the world, so that the nation can see before they get a chance to vote. I mean, if you know that? And we need things exposed in the church and out of the church. We need corruption wherever it's found to be exposed. And then third, pray for the harvest. Hell's plan is to abort the harvest. Wouldn't that make sense? It is is God's will that none should perish. Well, it's hell's will that everyone would perish. And so it's our part to disrupt the plans of hell and promote the plans of God. And remember, in Acts chapter 16, it's when they went into prison and they came out supernaturally that God used them, and there was a great harvest of souls. They came to them. What, what must we do to be saved? God's going out of His way to speak in this hour. You surely was sharing with me this morning the headlines on Fox. One of them was that God is with you in the midst of the storm, and that was one of the headlines. And then there was a whole list of scriptures about who God is in the media. I feel like God's saying, if you don't tell them who I am, I'm going to get the news media to tell them. Somebody's going to tell them who I am in this hour so they can choose to follow me. But that wasn't all the words that were spoken. You know, last week I I mentioned that guy, Kevin Sedai. Well, at that point, I'd only heard... The 30 minute version of what he had to say. And I agreed. I thought he said he had a five hour visitation from Jesus, but there was more to the story. There was an one hour more that I didn't have a chance to listen to. This week, I still didn't have a chance to listen to, but on one of the Zoom calls, one of the pastors repeated clearly the specific points. Of which he had to share And I said Lord should I share these things I've been sharing these things I've been saying this So what it is we're just going to continue To say what we've been saying But we need to hear We need to hear So this is what the word was To the nation For this hour and all of it bears witness And number one there is a shortage Coming A shortage of supplies We've been shouting that for years If you are not prepared Your time is running out to prepare My own, now they didn't say this But my own opinion is I go back, you know, to much is given, much is required And right before the pandemic Actually the first month I knew what the Lord had spoken to me and I was in those scriptures about going into your place of hiding, you know, until the wrath of God. And I knew He was humbling, and I knew the Lord was testing. I knew He was shaking everything. He is. He's shaking every idol, He's shaking you know, all these things. But someone sent me this teaching, and it was a CD on the coronavirus playbook. Remember, I mentioned that. And I listened. And now I'm watching the playbook exactly as he explained it. And I told you, we tried to send a copy to the president. So we sent a copy to General Boykin, and General Boykin was going to get it to the National Security Council. You know, you can't just send something to 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. Especially in this day, it would be wise to scan the packages You know, make sure you see and you know who you're receiving something from. But anyway, in that playbook, two things, well, there were a number of things, but one thing was you must attack every remedy to the coronavirus. Anyone that rises up with a solution, you must destroy them. You must ridicule them. You must remove them from the Internet. Has that happened? How many voices have we heard that shouted, Hey, I'm a physician. I've seen 100% of the people that I've, meant, that I've given this to have been healed. Right. And they were destroyed. Or at least silenced. And you never hear from them again. So anyway, I thought, well, that's interesting. It sure happened. And the other thing is the plan was to lock down the nations, then let them loose, and then lock down them again. And some of them believe permanently Now when I was remembering that this week Someone sent me a word and, about what's happening in Australia And uh, so the, Australia was on my mind And they were talking about how they had been in lockdown And the numbers, the cases are very, relatively low It's not about the virus At this point it is nothing to do with the virus The virus is a tool. And anyway, I was thinking about Australia. I said, well, God, I'm glad I don't live in Australia, (laughs) you know. And anyway, and then I was on one of the Zoom calls, and I got on a little bit early with Papa Jack, Jack Taylor. He's my spiritual father. And Jack is, uh, you know, he's every Friday. We have a Zoom call with all of his sons, and I'm one of his sons, and I love Jack Taylor, and I've shared all the story Had such an impact, more than any man that I've known Jack Taylor has impacted my life And anyway, he's, he's battling sickness And you know, he's gonna be with us a little while longer But anyway, I got on a little bit early And there was a man, and he was saying Jack, Papa Jack, in our country We've been on lockdown six months and now the president is saying we're going to be locked down for another year. And that was Australia. And I just thought, you know, Lord, I was thinking about Australia because normally I wouldn't have been on the call. And I'm just telling you, prepare. I thank God that we have men and women in our nation that are standing for truth. But it's not about the politicians at this hour. I'm thankful. I'm thankful. But I'm telling you it's about the church. The answer is not in the White House. It's in God's house. The White House is giving God's house the opportunity to trumpet while we can trumpet. Okay? You and I must have a voice. I heard Mario Morello, too, in one of those Zoom calls. I don't know in my mind. There are many this week. I'm tired of Zoom calls, but they're better than nothing. You know what I mean? If you can't go, you do the Zoom until they pull the plug. And we're going to Zoom. But anyway, Mario Morello was just talking about the churches in California. Oh, I know what it was. Another call or something this week. I saw a church in California. They had, it's a county of well over 100,000, I don't know, a couple hundred thousand. They've had 200 people die of the virus. Their churches are being shut down. And this one pastor was explaining all the things that his church is doing to feed the poor and the homeless and nursing homes. And they've been shut completely down. And he was pleading with the officials. Let us open up again. We feed thousands of people. We have a bus ministry. He has, I don't know how many. It looked like there were... 30, 40 buses, I don't know, they go and they minister to their county and over just a couple hundred people, they've been shut down. And Mario Murillo, you know, was just again saying, it's not about about the virus and you shouldn't close because of the virus. You must open while you can open. You must speak while you can speak. There is night coming when no one will speak. And so we must speak. But I just want to remind you, encourage you, Prepare, prepare. I don't know how much time we have, but I know there are many people that I greatly respect and honor that are saying the next couple of months there is going to be disruption in the supplies of the nation. Secondly, this man Zadai said, it's the last warning. We've been warning people for years people left because they did not want to hear the warning they will come in that hour and knock on my door and say let me have some of yours because I didn't have I didn't fill up now when they come for my anointing you know what I'm going to say too bad that's what the virgins do The wife, we don't have enough for you and me You got to go read that story I'm just telling you Not because I'm being cruel It's just the way the Lord said it's going to happen It's the last warning Secondly, judge yourselves lest you be judged This is the time to judge ourselves God, examine me Lord, search me and know me and try me That there be no wicked way Not only wicked ways, wicked words, wicked thoughts You know what I'm talking about lustful thoughts God this is the hour to be delivered that scripture I went back to make sure I understood it correctly it says judge yourselves lest you be judged but when we are judged we are chastened by the Lord so we will not be condemned with the world you and I have not been appointed to wrath but to obtain salvation So when we judge ourselves And when the discipline of the Lord comes It is so we would not be judged With the world Because judgment is coming to the world Do you understand? So we need the discipline So we judge ourselves Secondly, tell evil Command evil on our watch No And that to me was confirmed In Acts chapter 16 Where Paul said I order you no, in the name of Jesus. We have to do that. Our prayer should be not on our watch. That's what Kevin Sadai said. We've been talking about that. Not on our watch. So anyway, that's, and there are two more things. Number one is they emphasized, or he emphasized, that God is not in all of this that's happening with the virus. Now let me, let me explain that. I think this is the way he's... I don't want to put words in his mouth because I know that God has used the virus to shake everything that can be shaken to get our attention, to deliver us from the NFL and the NBA. You know, the NBA has gone completely now to becoming a Marxist political organization. Complete. And I would tell them that if I had the opportunity. You are a Marxist organization. Yeah. Communist. 100%. But anyway, God used all of these things, but at this point, the devil is using this virus for his own benefit, for, hev- for hell's benefit. Compliance, captivity, slavery. You know how I know that? It's because it's happening all over the world. If you understand what's happening in Australia and many of these nations, you would know, God, this is not normal. This is not normal. It is global. You need to know what the Bible says about global happenings. We need to be wise. And then the next thing is, is China and the enemies of the United States have something more planned. So the hour is urgent. We must get our house in order. Is it okay if I share that with you? Get your house in order. Get your house. You need to ask God, define my house. I know the house is here first, my heart, but my household hold my family, get things in order, get prepared. If there's disruption, there are many plans that the enemy has. I know some of you thought that we would be, as Americans, shielded from what the West of the world has to face. I know that many of us did not want to hear. You know, I'm still amazed. I heard someone last night, they quote that scripture. That I might know him and the power of his resurrection. But they tend to leave off the rest. And then that scripture in Revelation. And they overcame him by the blood of the lamb. By the word of their testimony. And then they, they sat down. That's not the end of the story. And they overcame him because they loved not their lives even unto death. You know why much of the church doesn't know the third part of that? Because the preachers haven't told them the third part of that. Because it's unpopular. It's fear-mongering. Let me tell you, if you give in to that voice, you've departed from the voice of the living God. Because the church in America should be trembling at the word of God, not laughing, not saying, I can take it or leave it. I don't like what you say. I'm going to go down the block and I want somebody to tickle me, my ear. That's much of the American. Boy, the shaking's coming. I'm I'm glad. Now, I'm telling you, it's a good thing. Don't grow weary. I'm telling you, don't you dare grow weary. Don't you dare grow weary. Don't you grow fearful. This is not the time to be fearful. It's the time to be strong. Now, I'm going to finish up this because I want to get in the word. I like preaching good news. Some people say that's not good news. No, you have to tell people first the wages of sin is death. You will die, America, in your sin, but the gift of God is eternal life. There is an answer There is hope. The cross is still the hope. The blood of Jesus is still the antidote. The blood of Jesus is the vaccine that we need in this hour because the problem is sin. But you have to tell sinners that they've sinned and you have to raise the standard and you have to tell them the penalty. Does that make sense? We would rather avoid telling people the penalty. Well, whether you tell them or not, they're going to face the penalty. You know everybody in America, you know that everyone that is a part of the NBA will one day stand before a holy God and give an account for how they used the gift that God gave them that made them the millions of dollars? How they, how they used their platform That God gave them as a voice To multitudes of young people They're going to give an account before God They're not going to stand before Black Lives Matter They're going to stand before a holy God Anyway, I don't know why I said that Okay, get to the good news It is good news Jesus reigns His kingdom the good news is that everything can be shaken except for the kingdom of God And there's a kingdom that is coming that will never end And if you're in that kingdom, you are here for eternity Maybe not in this world, there'll be a new heaven, new earth, I know But you're going to live forever That's what he said, that's what John 3.16 is all about, amen For God so loved the world. you got to tell people God loves the world. When I get to Minneapolis in in two weeks from now, I'm going to say, Minneapolis, God loves you. God so loves Minneapolis. You know, I'm going to do that. I I keep telling, I keep thinking, I keep telling Shirley, who's going to come to that meeting? Can you even have meetings? I'm going anyway. They canceled the meeting. I'm not going to cancel besides I bought my ticket and I'm going. You're going to try to go too, aren't you? You're going to try. But anyway, we're going to figure it out when we get there in Minneapolis. You know, it would be just like the devil to try to use, bring evil out of Minneapolis. You know, that's where the Billy Graham ministry actually started. I remember walking through the Billy Graham library one day and they had one of the first letters written to the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. And they didn't know... The address, somebody was writing, Billy Graham, and they said, Billy Graham, Minneapolis, Minnesota. And then they didn't know the zip code. They, they thought he said Minneapolis. No, it was Minneapolis. But anyway, God loves Minneapolis. How I many of you know we can't remain silent in this hour? We can't remain seated in this hour. You can't remain in a state of shock in this hour. The only thing necessary for evil to triumph Is for good men and women to do nothing Could God take care of it all? Absolutely But somehow he's given To earth the sons of men And they have responsibility, they have a role to play Okay, go with me, I want to look at four things In the scripture, actually six things, but I'll go quickly Say go quickly Because this week I got two words that came to my mind All things, all things. I got it at prayer on Monday morning. We pray every Monday morning at 7.30. Some of the people gather, everyone is welcome. But we just give the week to the Lord. We pray over all the prayer sets during the Moravian lampstand. We pray over the altar because it's written up here that the fire would never go out. We pray all these things. And uh, I, as I was going out, I heard all things, all things. So I started looking in the Bible about all things. Now, the first thing that should come to our mind, remember, is Philippians that says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. What that means is, is without Christ, you can do nothing. You know what nothing means? No thing. No thing of eternal value. Now, you can do things... That are of not, or maybe not of eternal value. But nothing of eternal value. But with Christ you can do all things. Through Christ who strengthens us. He is strengthening us in this hour. If you are weak, hang on. The one who will strengthen you. The one who is your strength. Is coming to show himself strong on your behalf. Confess your weakness. Because in confessing you will become strong. You will find your weakness being replaced with the strength of heaven. So, anyway, let's go now to Colossians chapter 1. Colossians chapter 1. Four more things, or maybe five more things, but I'm going to read the scripture. I'm just going to let our fingers do the talking as we read the scriptures this morning, okay? All things. Colossians chapter 1, verse 13. He has, say, He has, He has delivered us from the power of darkness. Now, I know he will, but that scripture says he has. You should underline that, or you should draw a circle around that. He has delivered us from the power of darkness and conveyed. What does that mean? Transfer. He's picked us up out of darkness, and he's planted us in a different kingdom, the kingdom of the Son of his love. We are loved more than we will ever, ever understand in this life. I don't even think in, in eternity we're going to understand the depths of the love of God. The width, the length, the height, and the depth of the love of Christ for us. And there's greater, no greater love than this than he laid down his life. Verse 14. In whom we have. Say have. We have redemption. He's bought us out of slavery, out of sin, through his blood, the forgiveness of sins. I know that Jesus came to destroy the works of the devil. I know he came to give his life a ransom. I know he came to reveal the Father's will, but he came to forgive sin. It is one of the primary reasons that he came. He came to the sick to give them the solution to bring healing. There's forgiveness. And then verse 15, he, who's he? Jesus is the image of the invisible God. Now, I've never seen God. The scripture says he's invisible. Some say they've seen him, but I've seen Jesus. I mean, I've seen, I've seen him in other people. So if I'm seeing him and he's the image of the invisible God, guess who I'm really seeing? The father said, you want to see me? You see me through my son. He's the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. For by him, say all things, all things were created and in heaven and that are on the earth, visible and invisible, whether they're thrones or dominions or principalities or powers. I want to repeat that because I want the principalities and powers to hear that. All things, whether principalities or powers, all things were created through him and for him. What does that mean? That means God has the ultimate purpose that will be fulfilled, not the principalities and powers. God's purpose Is that which will rise the enemy's purpose will ultimately fall. I know that he only has a short time. Great is his wrath. He's going to rile up. You can hear the riling up through the voices of all of his servants in this hour. But I'm telling you, their doom is sure. There's only one kingdom that's going to last. It's the kingdom of the son of his love. And then it says, and he is the head of the church. Now, I may be old-fashioned, but I believe that scripture. I believe that scripture. I'm not the head. He is the head. I'm just going to do my part. You just do your part. Together, we all have a part. There is only one head of the church. His name is Jesus. He's the head. If you have a problem, where do you go? You go to the head. Hey head I have a problem here with your body The head will speak to his body All instruction comes from the head to the body Now it's not that we're not to encourage And you know hold one another accountable But I just believe that he is the head of the church And I'm going to go out believing it I'm going to believe God you're the head You you are with me you're not going to desert me You know the enemy always wants you to feel like you're the lowest, lousiest, worst than the history of humanity. There's sometimes I feel like, God, that was the worst message in the history of Christendom. How could I have preached such a bad... And then you know what he reminds me of? There's none righteous, my son. No, not even one. Not one man, not one preacher, not one church... Those churches that think they're righteous are the ones that I ain't going to have anything to do with. Because if you think you're righteous, your righteousness is in and of yourself. Your righteousness is only in me. And I'm going to use you, even in your weakness, to display my strength in this hour. Now I'm just telling you that's what he told me this week. He said all have been found under sin. There's only one righteous and he's given us that righteousness. He's the head. He's the, of all things, he's the firstborn. And in he, we, he has preeminence. Yes. Now I'm telling you, I could stop right there, but I'm not because I have a few more all things. But I'm telling you, Jesus is preeminent in the house of God. In this house, he's going to have the preeminence. And in, in, as far as my concern, in this nation's house, he's going to have the preeminence. As for me and my house, he shall serve the Lord. We shall serve the Lord. We just need about 10,000 churches to rise up and declare that. Everywhere in America, in this state, in the state of California. I know right now California is in the midst of chaos. Churches are closing. We listen. I know a greater kingdom. And there's a greater God. Oh, man, I'm looking forward to it. I actually get excited That governor thinks he's got power Governor Newsom will bow One day every knee shall bow Every tongue shall confess that he is Lord I'm telling you Gavin Newsom will bow Before a holy God one day on his knees And he will say I rejected you in my life But now where I'm going I must acknowledge you But it will be too late That's not too late now Governor Newsom It's not too late you can be saved. You can be delivered. You can raise up an army of God in that state. You can become as a, a champion in this hour. It's not too late for you. But don't wait. God loves him. But anyway, all right, the next thing. The pre, say the preeminence. He's overall. Okay, John 1. Say John 1. John 1 John 1 And you should read John 2 And then John 3 And John 4 John 5 But anyway John 1 verse 1 In the beginning was the word And the word was with God And the word was God There are some versions Today Some of you watching In your version That you were given By somebody that knocked on your door It may say And the word was a God can I tell you that is false? That is a perversion. It is wrong. He's not a God. He is God. How many of you know there are Bibles out there that mistranslated that scripture? And they give them away to people and they don't know. He's not a God. He's the God. The God. Verse 2 He was in the beginning with God, the Word, Jesus. All things, there it is, say all things. All things were made through Him. And without him, nothing was made that was made. Now, this is one of those difficult questions in this hour because you say, okay, nothing was made that was made. All things were made through him. And then we read earlier for him. Here, without him, nothing was made. What about cancer? What about the coronavirus? What about all of these things that are happening? How many of you know, none of that existed in the Garden of Eden? None of it existed. There was no coronavirus. No one had to wear a mask in the Garden of Eden. People have been, the truth is, people have been wearing masks ever since. But none of that existed. But can God use all of these things today? Today. The thief comes to steal, kill and destroy Jesus said I've come that you might have life The issue is he's God And he's given—he's God above in the heavens But he's given to the earth to the sons of men So what must the sons of men do? They rise up, take authority in the name They command, they order, they proclaim They preach, they love, they give They do the father's will and what happens to hell? Hell begins to back off. Heaven begins to rise up. In fact, it doesn't only rise up, it comes. That's what we've been praying for 2,000 years. God, let your kingdom come. Let your will be done. Do you think he's going to answer the prayer? He's going to answer. How is he going to come? How is the kingdom going to come? Where is the kingdom? The kingdom is within you. So the kingdom comes through you to the ends of the earth heaven is manifest on the earth the will of God will be done on the earth what God is looking for are those who will surrender to his will in this hour will evil exist evil does exist that's why we're here and Calvary covers it all we go back to the cross But these things, God is using these things, and that's how I know. I know right now this virus is totally of hell, but God is still going to use it. He's going to use it to get people's attention, to draw them to Himself, to smash the works of darkness. You know, I don't know about you, but I see all these people. It's like massive deception. And all you have to do is read the Bible. It tells you all about it right here in the book. I'm glad I read Revelation chapter 13. You may want to read that chapter again and again and again. The whole world will worship and follow the beast. Except for one group of people. Who's that? Those whose names have been written in the Lamb's book of life. Anyway, that's why we got to fill the book up. got to fill the book up. We're going to be a part of filling the book up. I don't know if you guys were here when we got to share this, but I've shared it hundreds of times. I don't care if I've shared it hundreds of times. I'll keep sharing it. But I saw a vision of the books. The books. One of them was filled with all the names of the people that had been saved under Billy Graham's ministry. And then there was another book that Billy had in his hand. This was a dream years ago. And the book was empty. And I believe the Holy Spirit showed me that book is going to be filled with the names of all the people that are going to be saved around the world and a part of a great end time harvest of souls. And I'm going to be a part of it. You're going to be a part of it. You are a part of it. You're going to be a part of it. Nations are going to be a part of it. I know it's looking bleak out there. I don't know what's all going to happen in September, October, and November. I just know who's reigning and ruling, and I know who is God, and I know that his word is going to stand, and the, man, the words of man is going to fall. But the word of God will endure forever and ever and ever and ever. All, you know, the will of man is grass, and the flower fades, but the word of our God endures forever. Well, there's a whole lot more to say about that because there are a lot of questions. Say, God, why did you allow this? How come you're allowing rioting to go on in our cities? Do you know there's some people who don't even know it's happening? They deny it. There's a whole group of people in America that do not even believe you when you tell them there's rioting going on in our cities. They think they're peaceful protests. They're not peaceful protests. You need to open your eyes they're riots. And if they could have gotten to our president the other night, they would have murdered him. They almost got to Rand Paul. Anyway, it's a great time to live. God is sovereign. Okay, all of this leads to the next all thing. Look at Rom- uh, Romans chapter 8. You know what this one is, right? It's in the scripture. Romans chapter 8, verse 26, real quick. And we know, say we know, that all things. So that's how we can say, okay, cancer is evil, but God somehow is still. It's not a God. God is God. So we know that all things work together for good. For good, say for good. Now, you can't stop there either, can you? A lot of people stop right there. All things work together for good so I can go do what I want to do. No, that's not what that says. To those who love God. How do you know you love God? You do what he says. You say, I love you. Okay, do you do what I say? And I can show you that in the scripture. But to those who love God and who are what? Called according to his purpose. For whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his Son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. You see, we're part of that brethren. Moreover, whom he predestined, he called. Whom he called, he justified. Whom he justified, that these he also glorified. What then shall we say to these things, if God is for us? What about all these things that are going to be happening? If God is for us, that's what I'm going to say. If God is for me, who can be against me? All of these are working out for my good that I might be conformed to the image of his son. He who did not spare his own son, but delivered him up for us all. How shall he not with him also freely give us? all things he's drawing a comparison he said i didn't i didn't rescue my son from the cross i saw what was coming he saw the joy that was set before him why should i rescue you when i've given you all things in the midst of whatever it is you're going through because you're going to come out of it one way or the other do you understand that the goal is to be predestined to be conformed to the image of his son the son you want to know what the son the father looks like look at the son it should be you want to know what Jesus looks like look at you and me and eventually that will be our testimony yes. oh man this is good stuff it's all in the bible who shall condemn us who shall charge us They're going to try to charge us Condemn us Lock us up Let me tell you The word of God's not going to be locked up You listen In verse 34 It is Christ who died And furthermore is also risen He is even at the right hand of God Who also makes intercession for us Who shall separate us from the love of Christ Shall tribulation, distress, persecution Say persecution I'm sorry to have to tell you it's in the Bible Famine Say famine or nakedness or peril or sword war as it is written for your sake we are killed all the day long for we are counted as sheep for the slaughter yet say yet yes. yet in All, you should encircle the whole thing there. All these things, persecution, sword, famine, all these things. We are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor governors, nor mayors, nor any Marxist organization, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor debt, nor any other created thing shall separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Man, the word of God is real today. Two more all things. No, maybe three, but they're fast. Second Thessalonians, because we talked about this one. I guess I need to talk about it again, because somebody didn't hear it. Some of these things you're going to have to repeat time and time again. You know, Eve, I need God to repeat things to me. And then sometimes it's like all of a sudden the light comes on. Some of you are still hoping the light comes on for your husband or your wife. Surely he's probably saying, well, I wish the light would come on for you. no. We have the greatest relationship. We're friends. I like that song by Charlie Pride. Kiss an angel good morning. Tell her that you love her all the day. I'm telling you, we have a great relationship. I waited forever for God to send me a wife. I'm not about to mess up one single day. God chose my wife. He sent my wife. I prayed. Anyway... We need to remind ourselves, look in verse seven, "I' fought the good fight." No, let me back up. Back seven. Verse seven. consider, say, consider. Chapter two, chapter two, not chapter four. Second, Timothy, chapter two, verse seven. Consider what I say. Are you with me? Second Timothy, chapter two, verse seven. What did I say? You're listening. This is good. This is good. This is good. It's better than that time when I was a little boy and I was looking up in the choir and all the men, the old men, you know, they sat in the choir loft in those days and they were all nodding their heads, you know, like this. And I thought, you know, The preacher could turn around and say, You all are going to hell. They would have been all nodding their heads, just like, just in agreement. It's better to be awake than nodding your head. Verse 7, Consider what I say, and may the Lord give you understanding in all things. Do you mean we can have understanding in all things? All things. Wait a minute, I thought I had to get a doctor's degree. Your paper, like Dylan would always tell the story of the papers. These are your papers. Your papers written right here. These papers, the living word, that is your paper. Remember that Jesus Christ of the seed of David was raised from the dead, according to my gospel, for which I suffer trouble as an evildoer, even to the point of chains, but the word of God is not chained. Now, did you read that? He said, I've suffered trouble but the word of God is not chained. Therefore, I endure, what? All things. I endure all things for the sake of the elect. Who are those? That they also may obtain salvation, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. In other words, there will be people that if you quit... They won't make it. The enemy wants to delete you, discard you, discredit you, discourage you. You endure all things for the sake of the elect. Nations. Listen, some of you in your own nation, you must endure all things. I don't care what happens, what comes your way. Because there's a nation to be saved. There's a nation to come to the knowledge of the truth. And God is up to something in the nations in this hour. Okay Mark chapter 10 This is the last one Mark 10 Say all things This is good stuff There's a lot more all things This is just You know you'd be here all day If you talked about all things You know the Lord said Gives you the word all things That doesn't mean preach all things You know I mean if you did that We would be here from a long time But the all things that are in the scripture Mark chapter 10 and verse 23 You know, and we'll just refer to that Jesus is speaking about how hard it is for those who have riches to enter the kingdom of God And then he gives, you know, the story, the illustration of how it's easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle Than for a rich man to enter the kingdom But then in verse 27 But Jesus looked at them Because they're asking among themselves Who then can be saved But Jesus looked at them And said with men It is impossible But not with God For with God All things Are possible When he said all things What do you think he's referring to He is including The rich going into heaven Really those who are Controlled by the riches You know that there's a way They can be saved God will move in their life But he means all things Look back over in verse 23 Actually yeah chapter 9 Verse 23 Jesus said to them If you can believe Now here's our part in this hour If you can believe All things are Possible to Him who Believes. All things All things are possible Man when I heard Marla's testimony I thought God you're the God can do all things You do what it appears impossible But it's possible It's possible with God I want to be included in among those apostles of the possible Who declare to the people that all things are possible so Lord I thank you for your word and I thank you that all things are possible in this hour. That you're not a God who is helpless but you're a God who will do all things and has done more than what we even can comprehend because of your death and your resurrection. And Lord we pray right now for the conviction of the Holy Spirit to Fall upon the nation The nations God We pray we remind you of your word That it is your will That none should perish We pray That the multitudes would come to repentance That even the most Hardened hearted Would be saved in this hour Who must be saved You said even your household We pray for the household called America That our nation Would turn to the living God to the only hope, to the one who is the way, the truth, and the life. God, I thank you. You're not just a God who was or will be. You're the God who is. You're the God who is now, the God of the now. Nothing is impossible with you. You're the same yesterday, today, and forever. And I pray right now that the God who is, the God of I am, Would reign over us and in this place. And through Lord all that are part of this. That this would be the hour we would see God arise. And his enemies scattered. And only that which God can do. Let it be done. For the glory of your son. And we thank you for it. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Now, just the quietness of this moment. Is there anyone here? You say, I don't know if I've ever been saved. I want to know. The Holy Spirit is convicting me right now. You can only, listen, don't turn that voice away. When the Holy Spirit convicts you, he's drawing you. That's the only way to be saved is when he's drawing you. And you would say, right now, there's something happening. The Holy Spirit is drawing me. Would you pray for me? Is there anybody in this room, anybody watching I know they're going to be watching. I know they're in this room. And so as we are going to do, and we're going to keep doing, all I know in this hour, the Bible says, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. We're going to shout it. We're going to shout it. So i want to pray, lead you in a prayer. Let's all just pray this as a reconfirmation of our faith. And then we're going to pray that God touch people, heal people this morning. Is that a good plan? You have a word. Come give it to me. Oh, you're you good? What is it? the plans of the Lord to be laid for the fruits to be given to you and you for you for you and through you, and through you. that's yeah. what it says that's what it says, <laughs> that's what it says. That's what, he said it's me and it's you, me that's you. I come over here. okay well I just say yes and amen I receive it through us you know that's to you too it's to you too That God is working through us, for us, with us Say He's with me me. He's for me me. He's working through me. me He's in me Man if we could just understand that That's good stuff If we could just somehow understand it But some of you right now you need to pray this prayer Some of you in this room I'm not letting you leave until you get a chance to pray this prayer Okay. Just say dear God I need you I believe in Jesus He is the Son of God I confess you as the Son of God I acknowledge my sin And I repent of my sin I turn from my own ways And I give my life to you I believe in Jesus. That he died and rose from the dead. And that he lives forever. And right now by faith. I choose to follow you. I yield to you. I surrender to you. And I thank you for your word. That whoever calls on the name of the Lord. Shall be saved. And so I receive by faith. This gift of salvation Fill me with the Holy Spirit Fill me with fire Use me for your glory Let Jesus be seen in me And I thank you Lord For the rest of my life I choose to follow you And I will confess you before this world In Jesus name Amen and amen. One more thing we need. It's only twelve, twelve. That's a good number. The government of God, whatever else it means, 12 apostles, 12 disciples, all these things. But one more thing. We need the baptism of the Holy Spirit. God. What's that? Yes. I wonder maybe is it possible... Now, we're not saying it doesn't exist. It does. I wonder if there's someone watching with the coronavirus. Can we just rebuke it? Command it? Now, you know, one of the ways they could enforce the lockdowns is if they find a sudden emergence, you know, surge of the cases. So let's just spoil the plans. We're going to have to sit here and take this line down. In the name of Jesus. We take authority over this disease And we command it, we order it right now Out of the lives of people that we know right now are struggling And so Lord we thank you, you're the God that heals That you're the God that saves and you're the God that delivers And so we order, we command that virus to leave now And not only leave the individual But we command it to leave America In the name of Jesus And Lord, we pray that all the shenanigans around it and all the efforts to abuse and use it for political gain, we pray those plans would be spoiled, overturned, and exposed. Lord, we as the people of God, the sons of God, of which all of creation's waiting for right now, we remind you of your word. You said there is nothing hidden that would not be revealed, nothing covered that would not be brought to the surface. So we pray let it be uncovered, let it be exposed, let the plans be revealed. Lord, just like. Haman was hung on his own gallows we pray in the strong name of Jesus that those who have built the gallows now would be hung on the gallows. But first, we pray, God, that those who before they're hung, they would see one more time the one that was hung for them. We pray for salvation. God, we ask you to break the hearts of the most hardened, those that have been delivered, those who have been captured by the grip of hell. We declare the gospel is the antidote that the blood of Jesus is the vaccine for the virus. And we declare the vaccine, the blood of Jesus, is that which will fix America. And we declare that over the land. And we pray for a great harvest of souls to come into the kingdom. We throw the nets out from the north to the south, to the east and to the west. And we pray, harvest come that the king of glory would come in and he would receive the reward of his suffering and be glorified in this hour god we ask you to fill that book with the names of formerly members of black lives matter god we ask you to do it lord do something that only you can do lord we ask you everywhere there's a plan to disrupt Let hell's plans be disrupted. And let the kingdom of God come on the earth as it is in heaven. Lord, through the church in this hour, we declare it. We believe it. We prophesy it. God, we prophesy now. Lord, we know there are those that are trying to right now, they're they're trying to steal the election. While they're accusing others of trying to steal it, they're working behind the scenes to try to steal it. God, we ask you to spoil their plans. We ask you to expose it. We break the powers of darkness now. In Jesus mighty name, we say no. No. We order you. We you will not rob America. You will not steal from the church the inheritance that we've been called to in this hour. And we thank you for it now Lord, keep us Keep our souls hot in this hour of intercession. We pray the church have backbone. All through the land, the church will have backbone. We pray, God, that corruption would be exposed. Corruption in the Senate. Corruption in the Congress. Corruption in the houses that claim to be the houses of God. We pray for corruption to be exposed. And, God, we pray as we've already prayed for a mighty harvest of souls. And we're going to pray this through the whole month. Lord, we ask as a church, help us to find our position on the wall. There's so many prayer movements in this fall. We want to be a part of all of them, but we can't. So show us the ones that you most want us to embrace, to put our hands and embrace it and be about. Listen, we need the Holy Spirit. God, I pray, fresh anointing. How many of you need the baptism? If you need the baptism or a fresh anointing, come forward. We're going to pray for release of the Holy Spirit this morning. You watching? you come. We're going to pray an outpouring of the Spirit to fall in this room, fall upon the nation. It is our greatest commodity. It's not just a commodity. It is our only answer. He, not it. He, the Holy Spirit. The church must be empowered with the Holy Spirit in this hour. We need all the fire of heaven. We don't need to be wanting. We need our lamps filled with oil. We want to be among the wise virgins, not the foolish. The only thing that separated them, they all were sleeping until the midnight cry, but until the bridegroom, but still they filled their lamps with oil. So how many of you want your lamps with oil? We're going to pray. Father, in the name of Jesus. And Lord, we're just humbling ourselves we're just humbling ourselves you say you will look upon those who humble themselves they're of a poor spirit they acknowledge their need of God we don't have it in and of ourselves we need heaven we need God and so right now Lord we humble ourselves we yield to you we repent of our sin Lord mostly where we have grieved the Holy Spirit we ask you to forgive us where we quenched the Holy Spirit we resisted the Holy Spirit we, we did what was begun in the Spirit And then we carried it out in the flesh We repent We ask for mercy We ask for forgiveness Some of you are there with me Because you know we've all been there We began well We began in the Spirit And then we, 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 we carried on in our own understanding Go ahead Alicia Put that CD in But right now we repent And God we're calling out to heaven We're the people of God. Lord, we often think you should use others, but Lord, you've chosen us. We didn't choose you. You chose us. Say, God chose me. Listen, you got to know that He chose you in this hour, 2020 This is the hour He picked us out of the crowd And He chose us So right now, Lord, we thank You We're the chosen Not on our own righteousness But the righteousness that is imparted to us Through the shed blood of Jesus So right now, God We pray for a fresh baptism of the Holy Spirit Fresh wind of heaven Oh God, send the wind again send the wind Lord forgive us we know it's not by might nor by power but by my spirit saith the Lord and God if I heard anything on those zoom calls this week it was a call for the Holy Spirit to revisit the church in the land We needed the rain. We need the wind of heaven to blow, to come, to empower, to anoint, to give us that fresh oil, to fill our lamps with oil. Lord, we're asking, fill our lamps, God. Fill our lamps, God. Fill our lamps. Just say, God, fill my lamp. Fill my life. Holy Spirit, come. I receive by faith the anointing, the infilling Of the Holy Spirit I ask you to baptize me baptize me in power stir the gifts in me let all that you've appointed me to walk in let me walk in it from this moment on I take up my cross and I surrender I yield Holy Spirit I'm yours America needs spirit-filled church, spirit-led church, spirit-empowered church, spirit-baptized, dead to self but alive in him. Lord, I ask you with all my heart as one of your sons, send your Holy Spirit and just receive she Real guys, he's real, he's with us The Holy Spirit is here He's empowering his people All of creation has been longing for this hour They've been waiting For the revealing Of the sons of God And the daughters of God That will carry his name they'll bear his image I'm telling you right now he's imparting grace he's imparting gifts he's imparting the anointing because he knows what is ahead And as long as you have him as the head you can overcome whatever is ahead in this life does that make sense? Because the head will not disappoint or fail. He's with you. He's in you. He's for you. If God be for you, it doesn't matter who's against you. So, Lord, I thank you now. we just linger just another moment. I I just... uh, You know, it's not a simple prayer that's going to make everything go away. But it is our simple prayers that God will hear to do in us what is supernatural. To prepare us. To ready us. And to use us. That's all I know. He's going to use us. He's going to use you. You guys that came up from Florida. He's going to use you. I don't know where he's planted you, but he's going to use you. going to use you. I know one thing, there's still a great revival to break out among the Hispanics in our nation. It's going to happen. And you know what? I'm going to say this. Black lives do matter. All lives, white lives, black lives. God's going to do something among black lives in our nation. It's going to rock the very foundations of hell. God is going to use He's going to use them i kept trying to think of the guy's name that plays for the nba what's that ain't no racism racism anyway in him there's no black or white but what's the guy's name i want to speak a word yeah jane lebron james i didn't mean to be so rough on lebron because there's a call of god on lebron james's life i'm telling you he's got a call of god on your life lebron you may never hear this. And i know that you have great influence but i'm telling you if you will take one step towards him he will take a hundred steps toward you and he will show you what you've been created for why you were born what you were appointed to do as a little boy yes it's to play basketball and you're one of the best it's ever been but god has given you a divine purpose he wrote in the book of your life lebron james is the title of the book but he's written in it a divine plan all you have to do is surrender to him and he will say i know the plans i have for you lebron plans of good and not for evil to give you a future and a hope and he's written all your days in a book they've all been numbered and i'm telling you the best is yet to come you think you were you enjoyed your NBA career i'm telling you a son of god career is going to blow it all away being his son, you're going to shine you're going to rise up to the highest because you're going to know the highest now let's just see if God does how he does with all that, does that make sense but now I'm praying, hey this is a word for you too, he's the highest and he's in you I don't know where you're from, are you around here? oh that's right Didn't you just moved here there's people that are moving here that God's going to do great things through so you have a purpose One of the hard things is, God, when they come, help them find their place. So, Lord, help each one find their place. You said you were the head, so we're available to be at your disposal. Give us wisdom and discernment, but you plan to plead people in their place. Now, thank you, God. Thank you, God. So we seal this work. we got to seal. Put your hand right here. Let's just uh, this work. I know there's something happening. There's a ceiling. There's an infilling. Our lamps just got full. Right now, many of you, your lamps got full. Now I remember what Ephesians says that you're leaky vessels. I don't know how that scripture fits with the oil in the lamps of the bright. You know, I don't understand. All I know is stay full. Stay full every day. Fill me afresh. I know that has to be a part. So, Lord, I just thank you. We seal this prayer. Thank you. We are full. Our lamps are full. And I know there's more. Lord, I know there's always going to be more, 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 more. I know that. But we ask you to seal this work. And we ask for fresh infillings fillings every day. Every single day, fresh infilling filling of the Holy Spirit. We thank you. We're going to have more than enough for this hour. Thank you for the greatest work in Christendom that's about to break out as we come through these days. Thank you, God, that you will finish what you started. You will complete the work. And I declare that over this nation. I declare it over the nations you will declare you will finish and they may shut them down but the word of God will not be shut down we loose it now thank you God it may not be as we planned but it's as heaven decrees and the will of God and the kingdom of God will come in Jesus strong name amen Amen. Praise God. God bless you guys. Thank you, Lord.